They have all these things kind of floating around that are not a cohesive, connected strategy. And so marketing success is going to come when you are obsessive and very committed to making sure that every effort that you put out, your entire strategy is all connected to achieving your big goal. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 348. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe it is Christmas week. Can you believe it? I spent the whole weekend, not the whole weekend, a lot of the weekend getting ready for Christmas. And I feel like mixed about it this year. I feel like it really snuck up on me. And I hate that because I'm like, I just, I love to enjoy all the things. Like every year I make a, a holiday bucket list so that I do all the things that are like, you know, cheesy and traditional, like go look at holiday lights and make hot chocolate with my kids and make cookies. So we've crossed off a lot of them, but I just feel like I've been so busy and I don't like that. And then you might be able to relate to this, but having clients and a team and then kids and friends, it's like, there's so many gifts that have to be figured out and bought. And one of my love languages is gifts. I love giving gifts. I love picking out something personalized for that person and and really putting thought into my gifts. And so I always put maybe too much pressure on myself and then all of a sudden I'm like, crap, I got to send this out like tomorrow if it's going to get there in time. So I might have a few gifts get there late, but I got everybody, crossed it all off the list. I feel good going into this week. I feel um, I'll be taking time off and already my kids are off school. So the mornings are just a lot slower and we're enjoying things a little bit more and enjoying the cold weather in Austin the last few days. So I hope I hope you guys have a beautiful week and holiday week and last few weeks of this year and take time to reflect and and go strong into the new year. I'm I'm super pumped about 2022. I don't know about you guys, but I really feel like I'm excited to be in a new year for sure. So this episode in our Rewind series, I am excited about, I'm always excited about, but we pulled the top four episodes of the podcast. So we looked at downloads, we looked at, you know, everything, what you guys loved, essentially downloads, that's the data. And these were the top four episodes of our podcast for the year. And we pulled the top clips from the top four episodes to bring that back to you. And then I put a little commentary at the beginning of each one to kind of walk you through like what episode this is pulled from in case you're like, oh, I want to go back and listen to that whole episode. Then you know what episode that is and you can go listen to that. But I hope you enjoy. These are the top four episodes of the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast from 2021. This next clip is pulled from the three successful components that are going to guarantee your marketing success. You guys know I'm all about process over templates and over blueprints and instead kind of going after your marketing and looking at your marketing from a process standpoint. And so these are three components that if you master, if you master going into 2022, you're going to guarantee your marketing success 100%. I have no doubt about it. So let's dive into that. Here are the three things that if you pay attention to, if you get this right, um, you will have a guaranteed marketing success. So the first one, and, and I have these in order of what I think is the most important. These are all very important, obviously, if they're the top three things, but this is like the most important thing. Um, the first thing is messaging. And I have talked endlessly about this in other podcast episodes, and it's part of the Hirsch process. It's part of everything we do. But one specific thing that came up in our ads team meeting was how important it is right now to refresh ad creative at least once a month, if not more. And we actually talked about 
on a back end note, um, creating a better process so that we can be requesting more videos and even updated photos from our clients. Because messaging is not just about like ad copy, but the entire ad creative as a whole. So getting, especially if you are the face of a brand, getting updated, you know, images for your social media, for your ads is extremely important right now. And having refreshed, very powerful ad copy with different angles and different messaging and different hooks and components to it is extremely important right now. And then also on a deeper level, making sure you know your ideal customer in a very intimate, deep way so that you can speak to them better and more powerfully than anybody else out there. And so whenever I personally go to create a new webinar or a new promotion, I am always asking myself, what can we do to stand out? What can we do to be different than everybody else out there? So your messaging is arguably the most important thing in your marketing because without it, it doesn't matter how good your targeting is, how good your strategy is, how good your product is, nobody's going to be attracted to it. So this is a very critical component. So about once a quarter that you refresh your images, about once a month that you add in new videos, if you have, let's say, a webinar ad or a sales ad, if you can update those videos about once a month, that's ideal. And then if you're running your own ads or you have a team running your ads, at least once a month, you should be refreshing ad creative. That means new copy, new images, um, new headlines, and that you are testing that new creative. That doesn't mean turn off everything that's working. It means put fresh things in the feed. That is one of the most important components to successful Facebook ads is your messaging. The second piece is that you have a complete strategy. So this came from my webinar and this was the biggest epiphany that people had on that webinar. And I also recently did a training for social media examiners um, society. This also came from there. This was their their big takeaway from, from my process was how important it is to not look at your marketing as all these floating pieces. And this is so common. People will have, you know, a webinar funnel that's like 75% there, but like they could probably improve the emails. They could probably improve the landing page, but it's out there where they're kind of running ads to it. They're kind of pushing organic traffic to it. And then they maybe have like social media that they're doing. So they're posting and they're trying to attract people organically. And then maybe they have like this opt-in lead magnet on their site or they have a podcast. They have all these things kind of floating around that are not a cohesive connected strategy. And so marketing success is going to come when you are obsessive and just resist, you, you are just very committed to making sure that your every effort that you put out, your entire strategy is all connected to achieving your big goal. So the second component to successful marketing, to guaranteeing that marketing success, is to making sure you have a big picture, complete strategy to focus in on your one main goal. And if you are listening to this and you're like, well, I'm the exception to the rule because I can sell my service and my course and my membership and still make it work. You're probably not the exception to the rule and this is the real talk for you. I really encourage you to go all in and focus on that one strategy and make sure you have a complete strategy and full initiative for that strategy where everything is connected because that takes a lot of time and energy and money to get something that good, to get a strategy out there, converting traffic to it and and scale it. That takes a lot. So if you're spreading that across 
multiple ways of promoting things that are all kind of discombobulated and not connected, it's doing your business a a disservice. So that's the second component to your marketing success that's critical and thinking through that, that big picture strategy. The third and final component that I have for you guys today to guarantee that marketing success is that you know your numbers. And again, this is another like big theme, big value of mine that I talk about in a lot of my podcasts, but this is a reminder for all of you who might listen to this and go, oh, I don't actually know my numbers how I thought. And you need to know your numbers in two different ways. First, you need to know your numbers in the way of goals. So part of the Hirsch process in that first step that I talk about is having a foundation and a component of that foundation is defining your marketing success. So you should never, ever be running ads if you do not have a defined budget, defined lead goals, defined sales goals, defined cost per lead and cost per sales goals, defined sales conversion goals. Whatever important metric there is for you, but those are like the, the standard. If you do not have those defined, you should not be running ads yet. So we never run a campaign for clients or for my own ads in any scenario where we have not defined those things like your budget, your goals behind your budget, your leads, your cost per lead, your cost per sale, your sales conversion. Now, it doesn't mean we're going to hit those goals 100% of the time, but at least we have a benchmark. At least we know where we're trying to aim. And even if this is a brand new funnel or a brand new marketing strategy, we have somewhere where we are trying to get there. And so now when we go get the data, we know where we fell and we know what we need to fix. So that's the second component of your number. So the first component is doing that first part, is defining your success before you ever run ads and making sure you have those goals, even if they're estimates, even if you get them wrong, they're still defined and they're all connected and cohesive. So your budget is connected to your sales goal. So the second component then of your numbers is that you religiously track them. So when you actually go start to run ads, or even if this is an organic marketing effort, whether this is you know anything you do, if it's organic marketing through Instagram growth, if it's affiliates, if it is... Um, you know, guest outreach to get on people's podcasts. If it's, um, you know, anything you can think of, any marketing effort that you're doing can have a metric tied to it so you can see if it's successful. I will specifically focus on paid ads because that's kind of what I'm talking about in this podcast episode. But if you are focused on paid ads and you've got these goals that you've set for your numbers, now when you go start to run those ads, you can take the actual data and compare that to your goals. You never should be just guessing about what you should update, where you should put your energy with your marketing. The data will tell you. So with your numbers and with knowing your numbers and religiously tracking your numbers, all the decisions you make should be based off of data with your marketing and you should have two sets of numbers. You should have your goals and then you should have the reality. And the reality compared to your goals is what is going to drive all of your decisions.
This next clip is pulled from episode 266, which was understanding and defining your ideal customer. And if I were to analyze and look at what made the biggest impact in our success this year, and also so many of our clients, it was going back and and making that connection with our ideal customer. It was interviewing them. It was going deeper on the current problems, frustrations, and dreams they're experiencing and how those might've shifted since I started my business. And so this is something that if you haven't done this in the last year, if you haven't gone back and revisited this, or you don't even have a definition of who your ideal customer is, this will impact everything. Every email, every ad you write, every piece of marketing copy you create, content you create, this is the root of it all. And so if you don't have this, this is a huge to-do that you can have going into this new year. I talk a lot about on the podcast how important messaging is and argue often that it's one of the most important, if not the most important component to your marketing. And if you don't have your messaging dialed in, then it doesn't matter about anything else. It doesn't matter about your strategy. It doesn't matter about your offer. If you can't connect and communicate to your ideal customer, if you're not clear on who that person is, like crystal clear on who they are and able to speak to them and connect to them ideally better than any other company in your industry, it will make everything else harder. Let's talk about it. So first of all, If you're an established business owner, you probably do know who your ideal customer is. But if you've never actually created an ideal customer avatar document, so if you're a beginner or you've been in business for a while, but you don't have this, I recommend that you create it and you actually go through the process of writing it down and defining your ideal customer. Because I find that a lot of times we think in our head, we are very clear on who that ideal customer is but then we go to define it and there's a lot of room for us to get more clear. And so actually putting it into a document and fleshing it out will allow you to see where you're not clear and where you are clear. Inside of that document, you will not only fill out the demographic basic information about your ideal customer, which is a lot of times where people stop, is they'll fill out age and gender and relationship status, where they live, if they have kids, all those type of things. And then that's kind of it. That's where they stop. And this is where, that's to me like the very basics. Yeah, that'll help you with your targeting and it'll help you get clear on who you're trying to attract and your messaging. But we need to massively take it to the next level for our marketing to really connect to our audience. And that's where it gets good. So then you start defining your ideal customer's frustrations in their own words. All of this has to be literally in their own words, something that they would say themselves if they're talking to their friend. So their frustrations, their dreams, what obstacles they're facing right now, their fears, any deep emotional component. So those core components, the frustrations, the dreams, the um, obstacles, all of those things is one person's. And if you can't get that narrowed down, you need to narrow down your ideal customer because you have to get so specific on that so that that impacts everything else that you create. So if you don't know what to fill out in this document, I recommend actually getting on the call for 20 or 30 minutes with at least 10 different people and asking them these questions. What's your biggest fear with fill in the blank of your main problem you solve? What is your biggest dreams with this? If I could wave a magic wand, what would you, what, what, what could I do to improve fill in 
the problem you solve. So for me, all of those things would be marketing. What's your biggest fear with marketing? What's your dream come true with marketing? And I would just have a conversation, pull out as much as I can from them and document that. And then I'll take that to create my document. The summary of this, understanding and defining your ideal customer is if you don't currently have one, create an ideal customer avatar document where you define one person, but you go the next level of not just defining the basic demographic information and description of them, but the emotional component to them. That emotional component will impact your content and all of your marketing and allow you to have that connection to your audience. Ideally, you understand your ideal customer better than they know themselves. I feel like I oftentimes understand my ideal customer better than they understand themselves around marketing and around what they're experiencing. And when I am able to say things where they're like, oh my gosh, are you in my head? Like, how did you know that? When I'm able to do that and connect to that in that way, it's extremely powerful in building the trust with my ideal customer, which ultimately results in a better connection, people who trust me more, and then become customers. One thing I tell my students to do is just keep asking yourself why. So if you say, you know, your your their dream is XYZ, ask yourself why again. Why do they want that? Why? Why do they want that? And then keep doing that until you get to the most simple description. Simple is not bad. Simple is good. If you can be simple and clear and to the point and have that emotional connection when you define this ideal customer, It will make everything in your marketing easier. It'll make everything clearer and more effective. All right, this next clip, the third top episode is about the future of marketing and the direction we're heading. We pulled it from episode 313. It has lots of predictions, really one main prediction that is so important for you to take with you into this new year. Two things that I've come up with that are kind of the future of marketing where you need to put your your resources. And that is content and connection. Like that is truly the future of marketing that will never change no matter what. In 10 years from now, it'll still be true. 10 years ago, it was still true. That will be the the front, you know, place on where you can get results. So let's dive a little bit deeper in that. So content. This has shifted obviously from 10 years ago, but with marketing, the successful campaigns that can engage a a, a lead or your audience in a form of content that is engaging, that hooks them, that they want to pay more attention to, that doesn't feel like a in-your-face ad, okay? The, the campaigns that can do that will and always will be successful. So right now, I'm seeing a massive, massive shift to content, okay? And if you look at all the breadcrumbs, it makes sense, right? Like look at TikTok, There are people on TikTok who are insanely impressive with the content that they can create, the creators that they are. Instagram is shifting to creators. I saw an update that um, Pinterest was was launching something. I I can't remember exactly what it was around creators. LinkedIn bought out a some sort of um, content creator company to help their users create better content on their platform. Everything is is pointing to the importance of content and being a creator. And so if you're not the face of your brand, that's still important. And the reality is if you're not somebody who wants to be on video or creating content with podcasts or blogs or videos or all of the above, you have to figure out who in your company can 
and bring that in or how you're going to do that because you will not survive without it. You have to have this. So when we go to look at connections, some things I think in the direction that we're going is I think there's going to be more direct conversations happening to close sales. That means in the DMs, in your chats, in text messages, I think you need to create opportunities that your potential customers and your audience can engage with you in one-on-one personal conversations, not necessarily with you directly of a CEO, but at least with your team. And I think that has been very powerful for us in utilizing DMs or utilizing text messages. I want to look at more like chat services. We've definitely used it on like our sales page before and it's been awesome, but that is going to be critical. And I think we need to move more and more to that. My next piece along this connection is that experiential marketing. Analyze every step of your experience, both on the front end, on your marketing side, but then on the back end after they become customers. Your experience that you're creating for your audience, for your leads, and for your customers is critical that it's top-notch. It's always going to need improvement. So that was one thing a student was like, wow, after you did that training, I just realized I have so much work. And I said, yeah, you need to focus on what is going to move the needle the most because you're always going to have an opportunity to improve the experience for your audience, for your leads, and then even in the back end for your customers, you need to look at what is the most critical to move the needle of your business growth and success. This time of internet marketing being like a gold mine, it's long gone. So your option is to step up and be willing to do these things around content and connection or to just not and be like, I don't want to market my business. I don't want to do this. It's too hard. And that's fine too, if that's what you choose. But you kind of we're kind of at a crossroads and it really is kind of weeding out a large percentage of businesses, which to me, I'm like, great, weed them out. Because in a year from now, things will be easier again, because a lot of these companies will be gone or not working or turn off their advertising and then things will get cheaper again for the ones who stuck through it. This final top episode is by far my favorite. This is nobody else will tell you this hard truth about online business episode 333 on the podcast. This was a bonus episode that I recorded and I was like, we have to release it tomorrow. This needs to be talked about. And so this is a reminder. And if you haven't listened to that whole episode, I would encourage you to go back and find it. I am doing some massive call outs in this episode and it was very well received and, um, For some, probably a wake-up call, but this is all about this hard truth that nobody's talking about, but everybody needs to know. Today, I have some real talk for you guys, and I have been sitting on this episode for probably the last six to eight weeks, and I just want to share with you guys, I often feel really um, conflicted around this type of content because, and I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys here, because there are so many other businesses that are, you know, I guess would be considered my competitors or people in my space selling to our audience that really still promote the dream as if it's super easy. And the reality is that helps them sell their product, right? They promote doing this marketing strategy or copying their process or implementing XYZ is going to get you results in a short amount of time. And that, of course, attracts people to their business, has them buy the product, but then later on will leave them disappointed that they didn't get those results that quickly. 
but it helps their marketing. So I often feel conflicted in being this like very realist with you guys and giving you guys the truth because I see behind the scenes so much. Like I, I am right when I say what I'm about to say. And the problem is you guys don't always want to hear it. And so I feel conflicted sometimes because I don't want it to impact my business where it's like, oh, well, I don't know. It's probably just a story I tell myself, but it's like, oh, well, Emily's telling me this truth that things are harder. And so we're going to go buy the dream over here. If you think about the, the online brands that are selling a digital product or a digital service who are super successful, can you find an example of one that has built their success in the last year from nothing with no upfront investment and is now super successful because I can't. And the people who did do that, you know, I think of the big influencers that we all follow who have these successful businesses. They started their business like 10 years ago, you guys. And they're still kind of teaching. Yes, their strategies have probably evolved and their their methods and everything have adapted and they're great teachers, but... Here's the reality. They're selling you guys and all of us the dream that is no longer a reality because they're selling the dream that existed for them eight to 10 years ago when they went to start their business, not the dream that's a reality today. And it makes me sick (laughs) because I keep seeing people in that boat where they think if they just buy that course or they just buy that coaching program or they just buy access to that person or they go to that event, they will then have this business success. And even if you implement exactly what they're saying to do, you're still going to struggle because we're not in that time. We're in a different time. So, so many people are struggling right now and I need you guys to know that because I need to normalize that growing an online digital business is not easy. It does not equal easy. All right, you guys, those were the big four. Those were our top episodes of the whole year that you guys loved based on downloads the most. So I had so much fun going back through, listening to those clips. My team pulled out the clips and and then I got to listen to the final ones and I had so much fun doing that. So I hope you enjoyed and stay tuned because we have one more rewind episode coming and we're going to focus in on my rants so we're gonna we it's super fun we got to go back through like all the podcast episodes and find where I just went off on a rant or I was super direct with a with a point and a point I had to make about the industry or whatever it was so stay tuned for that and I hope you guys are having an amazing holiday week and I'll talk to you soon Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.